Dear God, keep us mindful of the multiple gifts you have given to us and show us how to use them in faithful service to you in order that we may help others. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning, one and all. As I read our gospel lesson, I was reminded of two events in our American history. The first was when President Kennedy called our nation to ask, not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. The second was when President Ronald Reagan was shot. The White House was not clear on what was happening. General Alexander Haig, who was at the White House, stepped in and confidently asserted to the press, I'm in charge here. He thought he was providing crisis leadership. What the country saw was a man hungry for power. President Kennedy's focus came from an outward vision for a whole nation, while Haig's seemed to come from a vision with the focus on self. We can relate these two statements which reflect the leadership styles of the two men to today's gospel. One in particular is precisely the overbearing type of leadership that Jesus renounces and is made obvious by his work here on earth. Jesus never stated in any way or suggested that he was large and in charge. He was never boastful or prideful with his leadership. As a matter of fact, he moved to put others in positions of leadership and power. See, Christ never characterized himself in any particular manner other than the Son of God sent to teach and help people to gain understanding of the nature of God as the Father and Creator of all. But there was something about Jesus that made people know he was a leader. Jesus had just finished telling the disciples, his disciples, that he is going to Jerusalem to be betrayed rejected and killed. But it appears disciples James and John are more concerned about moving up in the organization. They are more interested in their ranking among the disciples. They want more. They want to be higher than the others. Unfortunately, they had missed a crucial part of what Jesus was teaching. Jesus is moving toward Jerusalem and Golgotha, and James and John are trying to persuade Jesus to elevate them. They had not grasped the idea that their leader was headed to the cross. All they could see was their own ambition. It seems to me that the problem with the disciples is very similar to the many challenges that many of us have today. You see, we want to finish first. We want power. We want position. 
We want prestige. We are filled with pride. Our community, our cities, even our country is at great risk because of our pride. Our nation has moved away from the we concept, the concept of working for and with one another for the good of the whole. Jesus knows and understands what his disciples are asking, but he also understands they do not realize the gravity of their request. There is a temptation to be awarded and applauded, a temptation to be great. We know at least at some level that to be great means it brings suffering. We know we have to suffer disappointment. We know we have to suffer hurt. We know we have to suffer setback. The question is, are you willing to endure even though nothing good may come of it now? Are you able to step out to taste the fruit of that is born in eternity, fruit that may as yet be unseen? You see, some fruit will be born in eternity and you may never see it. In his own way, Jesus is asking them, are they willing to make the ultimate sacrifice? Are you willing to take this cup from me? Are you willing to die for the dream, the hope, the vision? Are you ready to take on this leadership role and all that comes with being a leader? See, for true leadership for us as followers of Christ is not like human authority, nor is it based upon power and lording it over others. The factor that distinguishes it from leadership of tyrants is that it is genuine and expressed in service. A real caring and concern for the overall welfare of the other, the overall welfare for the all. I imagine Christ continuing on and telling James and John that God did not send me to be served, but to serve others. The lesson for us as people of faith is that we are to serve others and follow his mandate in leading the people, not only the people of God, but all people. Leading the people of God to Jesus Christ. Whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must first be a slave for all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom. For many. Jesus' leadership should also be a model to help us in choosing our leaders. A true leader is not concerned about position and title, for they are aware that they can lead from any chair, any place, any position. 
A true leader in the church serves God through Jesus Christ by doing and saying and acting in the ways that Jesus Christ commanded. A true leader, though they know they will be challenged by community and societal and, and environmental forces, they continue to move and walk in the direction of difficulty. They do this because they know this is where you will find the greatest need and call for Christ's intervention. God tells us that everyone who exalts themselves will be brought low. And everyone who humbles themselves will be raised up. God blesses the person who serves where they are and who allows God to determine the course of their life. To live a life full with love, with grace, and with gratitude, we must give our life over to Christ and become selfless human beings. We must live our days serving others. It means being willing to get none of the glory it means being willing to do the most servile and menial of tasks with no thought of receiving recognition or thanks. We must first start by opening our hearts to let Christ in so that we can be moved by the Holy Spirit. <coughs> and all that we do and in all that we say it should be for the glory of God. See, God is continuing, continually calling us to follow him. And when we, when we do, we become God's ambassadors wherever we are, where we live, where we work, where we play. So I call each of you this morning to search your hearts, hear God's call. Where is God calling you to serve? Where is God calling you to demonstrate your leadership?